welcome back, Immortal X friends. I'm Cody. Riley. And we're back. Uh, it's been a it's been a moment. It's been a few weeks. Riley and I have been busy, but Riley, have you been sick during this time? Um, I don't know. Probably. Let's probably, just say probably. Probably. I was just thinking. I'm like, I don't think this has been a sick like a sick notice. Like that's why we haven't been here. I think it's just been more like busy life. Uh, it was like Valentine's Day a few weeks mm-hmm. ago on a Wednesday, and then before that, it was my my birthday. I'm now 33. Which just feels like a substantial age to be still talking about comic books. And I, I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, I'm just kind of blown away by that because it doesn't seem like three full years ago that we were talking about you turning 30 and how like you had some weird feelings about that. I know. How are you feeling as someone who is going to, you know, approach that destiny? Yeah, I'm going to be 30 in a few months. Yeah. Um, I honestly haven't thought about it like at all. Um, that's good that's I good i kind of don't think about birthdays i pretty yeah. much ignore them entirely so you have a you have a healthier relationship with mortality than i do i think well i don't know if i don't know if my wife would agree with that like i just i have this weird like um i just don't like attention mm. you know like yeah. i very much enjoy like a small setting you know, okay. with some friends around a table yeah. or something, but I don't like a party in which it is for me. Yeah. In the focus or focal yeah. point. Like I don't, I don't like that. stuff. I've never liked that stuff. Yeah. So I, I had my last birthday party when I was like 10 years old. Wow. What'd you do? What'd you do for that one? Did you go out with the bang Gosh. where you're I like, have- I don't like this. I don't even remember. Yeah. I just, I remember that like my last real birthday party was like it was doing the like giving invitations to people at school because we didn't have phones yet yeah i mean like it was that kind of thing so does it does it surprise you that i like to have parties no 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 i like like a good time Uh, yeah you guys are people that like to host things and you know stuff like that that's true that's awesome that's Um, awesome but that's not me <laughs> for for my birthday this year. We I didn't realize my I always forget. I, I've said this multiple times, but like that me and your wife have birthdays such close together. And so I know you guys, I think you had her birthday extravaganza the day I had mine. And so I went to Dune and mm-hmm. sat in rumble seats while Baron Harkonnen rose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was very fun. It was like a rumble 40 experience that was was absolutely wild. Um, I bring up Dune, one, just to say what we did. And we're going to talk about comics, I promise. But we're kind of talking about them right now. Um, I I really enjoyed seeing Dune in theater versus on HBO Max at home. Yeah. Um, and there is just so much about the Fremen society of Dune and their relationship with House Atreides that is 100% um, Morocco. I mean, obviously, even the planet is called Arrakis. Like it, it come like they know what they're doing. But sure. it was just, it was just something where, in light of all that we have read um, now that has come to pass with Arako, like that was not on my mind when I first watched Dune because I think it was still right around like the Ten of Swords, Iraqi mutants coming back into things. Um, just, just how much was like you know, borrowed and homaged from, from the Dune saga. 
yeah uh, that was that was yeah that was cool to read and there is a the final moment of the first dune movie is when paul has to like face off with a member of the fremen society and as he's fighting he has to end up like taking someone's life and it's the first time he's like truly done it and they make a big deal where he's like will you yield will you yield and it just it very much was like storm in the arena um and and having to like be like well this is this is the bigger act of mercy is ending your life you psychotic person um so yeah it was it was cool so that that was that was my dune my dune thoughts and it just made me just yeah excited for for what's to come with uh resurrection magneto yeah i know dune is so huge in like writing circles you know the just the the entire series and the world building and all of that stuff I wish I didn't have such a difficult time with it. Yeah. Um, years ago, when I was younger, my father bought me a copy of Dune when okay. I was like really into a lot of like Lord of the Rings yeah. and Stephen King. And I was reading a lot of just kind of sci-fi stuff, a bunch of Michael Crichton books. And so he was like, hey, so this is like the pinnacle of like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Everyone who is like super into sci-fi really loves this book. Like you should check this out. And I could never make it past the first like 30 pages. Yeah. I've Have you tried, tried to go times. back? Yeah. Yeah. A few times over the years. And it's so chewy. And it for some reason, it just doesn't, it doesn't click with me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so I did watch the film when it came out um, on HBO Max during COVID. Um, and I think it might be just that it was before I had a baby. My wife was still at work, you know, and I was just by myself for hours and I could just sit there and watch Dune, you know. Um, I remember enjoying it and thinking it was really cool, um, perhaps not really understanding what it was about that that was capturing people in such a massive way. Um, like I, I saw it and was like, yeah, that was pretty sweet, like for sure. But what exactly about that is is the thing that's like the pinnacle, you know? Gotcha. Um, yeah. And so I think it's probably one of those things for me that once part two is out and accessible easily for me to do a full watch of all seven hours of Dune, um, kind of seeing the full story. I think that's probably the way that I should do it. Nice. Um, Yeah, I mean, I've tried to rewatch it and I just I end up falling asleep and that's not so much a... uh, (laughs) me shitting on the movie as much as it's more like a you have to really be like in a good space to watch it and experience the thing i think you do always too tired or what you know i I think that's one of the reasons why i was really stoked um for this re-release to like be in theaters and see it because the rumble seats can shake you awake when you start they can shake you awake but honestly it's just like it I, I was much I, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it, but this was a much more just like in, truly enthralling experience and like everyone that was there. And there was even a, several people who were like not hot on it the first time or passed it the first time. We're like this was this was awesome. This was amazing. And I really do feel like a lot of the the graphics of what they were trying to pull off looked also just so great on the, the IMAX screen. Um, But we're not here to talk about the big screen today. Um, actually, we'll talk a little bit. Uh, like we'll get to comics eventually. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've had to talk. Um, since we've gotten to talk, and so I feel like there's been a few, um, you know, announcements that that circle our general sphere. So books that I want to talk about today, Riley, is I want to really talk about um, Ultimate Black Panther number one, um, Ultimate Spider Man number two, uh, Gods five, and uh, 
Fall of the House of X, number two, Rise of the House of X, Rise of the Powers of, of X, number two. Um, as well. God, whatever they're called. These whatever days. they're called, whatever they're called these days. And I know there's a few other books in between there that I know you have not read. I don't think at least that I've checked out that are, you know, we'll, we'll talk about them a little bit. But we also had a major, um, major casting announcement um, a few weeks ago with with a Fantastic Four for casting. And so um, this has been a long, you know, not even rumored movie like we knew it was coming, like they've announced it so long ago and it's now been pushed back and changed and, you know, kind of changed hands. And there was there was different rumors. And uh, so the the cast has been announced, the cast of the Fantastic Four. And Riley, what do you think? What do you think about this cast of the Fantastic Four? Um, I think cautiously optimistic about it. Yeah. Um, I think I, I don't have a problem with it. It's okay. just not. It, it's um. Is it's it not exciting to you? I don't know. Yeah. Is the truthful answer to that? Like, I think that they are going to do very well. Like I, oh. I do. But I don't I don't know if I agree with the the casting only because um, it feels like we need some kind of reset in the MCU and to just kind of start fresh and have something exciting. And for me, I've been saying for a while now, probably the last two years of all of these like casting rumors and announcements and and whatever of make um, the thing a girl. That's what you've been yelling. That's what you've been really trumpeting. Yes. Um, Riley, let's let's say really fast. Hold hold your thought just who the cast is. If people only listen to Immortal X Friends for all their their news. All right. So we have Pedro Pascal as Mr. Fantastic. We have Vanessa Kirby as Invisible Woman. Uh, we have Joseph Quinn as the Human Torch. And we have uh, even Moss Bachrock as Ben Grimm. Uh, even Moss Bachrock, who I'm not sure I'm saying he's uh, known as like the he's from the bear in a sense and andor and a lot of other things joseph quinn was most notable as uh the dnd player guy in stranger things uh vanessa kirby is from several things that has never really done it for me but that's beside my point uh that's mission impossible <laughs> most recently and then pedro pascal is from everything everything yeah yeah so my only thing with the the casting is like i feel like those four are going to do a good job like I feel pretty confident in that. Um, but with everything that the MCU's kind of been going through in the last couple of years and just the the need for us to all just kind of be rejuvenated in it again, I feel like this would have been a really good time to do what they did at the very beginning and cast unknown actors mm-hmm. that were extremely talented and were going to be able to do that for a while, you know, that um, the same way that Chris Evans played Captain America for like 12 years or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Um, have four unknowns that are extremely talented and perfect for the parts come in and be our Fantastic Four family for the next 10 plus years. You know, my only like everything that I've seen recently with Pedro Pascal has been something wonderful. Like yeah. I've really, really been into it. The last of us, especially love that game, that series, that show. Is it a um, game? Yeah, it's a game. It's probably still sitting in your drawer somewhere collecting dust. Um, everyone, if you are listening to this and you're a big last of us fan, Cody's had my copy of this for probably over two years now and he's never broken it out, but I know I have, for- I have, 
I know for a fact that this guy has had a copy of The Last of Us and has replayed the Spider-Man PS4 game like three times while ignoring The Last of Us. That's all besides the point. Um, the only thing that I guess I feel about it is like, I'm just worried that, you know, you're going to cast Pedro Pascal, who will do a great job. I think we will really like him in the same way that we like him and everything else that he's doing right now. But how long is he going to be interested in playing Mr. Fantastic? I just don't think the longevity is going to be there. He's going to do two movies and then he's going to be 68 years old, you know, um, and, you know, he's not that old. I was no, like, sorry, I, sorry, I was doing up. my I was doing my check. and I was like, no way. He's uh, not that old. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they should hire four actors that are 23 years old. You know, yeah, that can all be these four characters for the next however long. So, so uh, is... here's here's my thoughts on Fantastic Four. I'm well, first, and kind of response to what you just said, part of me feels like they are um, desperately trying to distance themselves from anything that happened with the Josh Trank Fantastic Four when they did cast that way. And they were like, wow, this was a young movie and this was not it. Not that that was the problem where I feel like anyone is is thinking that that's the problem. Um, I do agree with you. And Pedro Pascal is probably so expensive now as a performer to get that. I do wonder if this is like, you know, if you want to read the tea leaves, if there is some form of, you know, reboot or whatever coming like from all of this and that like, we're going to get a fantastic four with these characters, but it's like, I, I, I doubt we're going to see this continue. And also like some of these sequels aren't usually happening now, which is also weird, but I, I also feel like most of the people that I would want to see Reed Richards interact with, like don't even exist in the MCU or are dead or are not versions of themselves. And for me, like I love the fantastic four when it's, you know, interacting with the larger Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, and that hasn't necessarily been the case. Um, I, I'm really curious about this movie. I think one of the biggest things that I do not want it to be, and I get aesthetic wise, it would be super fun to do uh, is the big rumor and their their Valentine's Day announcement didn't seem to help is that it, it's going to be like a 60s period piece. Um, I I think that's bullshit. Um, and I really don't want it uh, for a variety of reasons. One, I think the last time they tried to do that with Captain Marvel was just kind of not awesome. Um, and I think that doing it in a 60s way and being like, do you remember when this family went to spit like is kind of silly in no sense that like this MCU has already been so explored and to like retcon again um, to be like, actually the original family was here the whole time, but they were lost in the cosmos. And like, I don't want to, I don't want another like time travel fish out of water story, like, like in this, in the MCU. So I feel like that would be silly. And at some point, and I also don't want it to be an earth two story. Like, like, ah, like look we set this fantastic four movie in the past but it's actually wink the past that has the x-men and uh maria rambo as photon or whatever like i i don't want that i really i really think that that would also be kind of a disservice to the characters so it's like the pedro pascal old of it all like rubs me less of the wrong way versus like look at our 60s period piece this is the course correction that we need versus like you now have a Marvel universe where like people know parallel realities exist, where 
they now have an active space program that has never existed before. Um, and I'm like, why do you not put these characters in a modern setting, make the Fantastic Four a division of, of sword, right? Or saber or whatever going in and like exploring like these, there are tears in reality that are happening. And like, that's what's going on to me. That's a much more exciting and much more modern adaptation than we got impacted by space rays. And instead, like we got impacted by like the multiversal energies of these things. Like, I just, I feel like, and we don't know what they're going to do. And I think that's the other big deal. Like who knows what will happen, but I think that's kind of my, my knee jerk to the fantastic four of it all. So yeah, yeah, I think those are fun thoughts. I mean, that kind of, um, it reminds me of like a few years ago when we started to catch um, rumors that the X-Men were going to be coming on the horizon in the MCU. And uh, in what way are they going to do that? Is it going to be one of those, like the mutants have been here this whole time and you just didn't know it. We didn't come out of hiding or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and I remember reading somewhere, someone's theory that, um, all of the like the Thanos energy as the infinity stones cause chaos on the entire universe, you know, that some of that cosmic energy has kind of shifted people and activated an X gene. And that's where these mutants are going to start coming from and, and mm -hmm. ideas kind of like that. that are sort of similar. And yeah, I think it would be kind of cool and exciting to give it its own twist like that. You know, um, I mean, one of the things that we've been liking so much about ultimate Spider-Man to kind of touch a comic for a second yeah. is, uh, is the fact that it it's not the same. It's not every other Spider-Man story that we've ever read. Um, and, you know, we love those and there's places for those and everything, but it's it's so rejuvenating to experience characters in a brand new way that's kind of unexpected. Um, and so, yeah, I agree. It would be kind of cool if, you know, these were younger characters that were uh, an off branch of, of whatever it is, yeah. Saber. And, uh, and they were exploring the multiverse and how to navigate the multiverse and something about that, you know, tie it with the second season of Loki, whatever is happening there, you know, and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I agree. We'll um, I liked the the spin of like WandaVision did this a bunch in those early episodes, you know, kind of traveling back in time to the 1950s mm -hmm. and 60s and whatever. And that was pretty cool. You know, I really enjoyed the concept of WandaVision, but in a way it has been done now. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. And it's just one of those things where like, if you want to down the line, if you want to start introducing Valeria and Franklin to the MCU, then, you know, it's a, uh, well, mom and dad are approaching 70 years old, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's just a, uh, how are you how are you long gaming this yeah. is is kind of where my brain is at in this whole casting thing um i'm i'm confident that those four are going to do a really good job i'm just yeah. like wondering about the long game and hoping that this wasn't a, like we need to cast the four people who are really hot right now because we need a win yeah and it's also like i i will say all this like i really like um uh the 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 director of this is you know a guy who did WandaVision and has done the great and has done uh, some things that I really enjoy uh, and the writers as well like it's it's got some good some good bones behind it and I just really hope that it it continues that way yeah Um. so but also like all of Matt Shankman's stuff have also all been period pieces which also make me think like like even his Godzilla show also has like a period piece element to it mm -hmm. and so I'm like oh okay like I think this is I think this is what we're doing um so 
I think that this is a natural pivot. There's obviously like, I think we'll, I think we'll have another later episode about this just because I do want to talk more about um, X-Men 97 and Deadpool, but I do want us to talk a little bit more about comics first. Um, so you mentioned Ultimate Spider-Man. I think we've had, since we've last talked, we've had two big Ultimate releases. We had Ultimate Black Panther number one, and we had Ultimate Spider-Man number two. So uh, real fast, Riley, what are your thoughts on on both of those books? Dude, I, I'm... Really excited about this Ultimate Universe, man. Same. Uh, I think that's. I think nah. that is my biggest takeaway. That's probably the biggest like, and it's one of those where you and I can talk about how we want to do this moving forward. Like, I really don't want to spoil these books because I want people to go read them. Yeah, I think that's kind of my approach to how I want you and I to maybe talk about the Ultimate Universe because yeah. it's such a good launching point right now. Like, if you want to read good comics, like, go get Ultimate Black Panther number one. Find versions of Ultimate Spider Man. Like, like, yeah. don't miss out. Yeah, um, I think they're both issues are just so refreshing. Um, I'm really enjoying the way that they're laying this out as well. That month one is just Ultimate Spider Man. We were so excited about that issue that it was enough for us for that month. Yeah. And then month two, you have Spider Man issue two and Black Panther number one. And then month three, you're gonna have those two plus X Men. Like it's it's really fun the way that it's all laid out. Um. Yeah, I, I loved the second issue mm -hmm. of Ultimate Spider-Man. Um, it's it's like I said earlier, it's different. It's not the story that you've heard before or that you've seen before in films, maybe three times, you know. Um, it's uh yeah, it's fun to see the characters interacting, some of the things that are different. Um, you know, one minor thing that will that we can put out that's not a big deal is uh Ben Parker and J. Jonah Jameson being homies. Yeah. You know, it's like you would never expect that to be the case. There's no. so many things that are different about that as a concept. So, um, it's, and just it's that being refreshing. like a, like a B plot that we keep seeing, like, like yeah. them and also them being upset that the Daily Bugle is running stories about Spider Man because right. they think it's distracting from like the greater minutes that's out there. Right. It's uh it's so different and very, very fun. Um, and you know, a, a little bit of me, just a little, has kind of experienced a little bit of Spider-Man fatigue over the years that um I I love the character as much as anyone, but there's so much Spider-Man out there. You know what I mean? Between the MCU movies and the Miles Morales movies, which are amazing. Um, you know, we Ultimate Spider-Man is getting re-released in omnibus format. So we're kind of rereading that. And it's just there's so much Spider-Man. And it's just yeah. refreshing that this doesn't feel like everything else. It's so on its own. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying the art, especially. Yeah, oh my gosh, the art's awesome. Um, yeah, Chichetto is amazing. Um pivoting to black panther you know for a long time now you and i have been talking about several artists in this little bunch you know pepe laraz obviously from the x books that we love so much uh valeria shidi which has been so prevalent a lot in gods mm -hmm. um and judgment day and a, a bunch of other stuff but another one that kind of comes up a lot is uh, stefano caselli who did secret warriors yep. and did a bunch of uh avengers and new avengers hickman's run and is now taking the lead on Ultimate Black Panther. And the art is amazing. The art's amazing. Um, yeah, the such an interesting concept to, you know, light spoilers here for Ultimate yeah. Black Panther 1. 
um, to have the initial antagonists be uh, raw and who's the other one? Conchu. Conchu. Like yeah. that's such a off the wall idea. Yeah. It, that's so different. And yeah. just also like slight spoilers, slight theorizing territory. Like we see um, that this, this whole ultimate universal premise is like, like the heroes that you know do not exist because the maker remade the world in his image. And so like you have, Black Panther, who hasn't really had a chance to become the Black Panther because Wakanda has been so isolated, which, you know, is is a typical part of that story. But we're still seeing almost like an early Black Panther story. Um, and then we're also seeing uh, Killmonger, who's out, uh, who has an assistant who I'm pr- I'm pretty convinced is going to end up being Storm, who mm-hmm. was never recruited to join the X-Men and has just been like, a thunder goddess out on the plains, which is just so cool. Um, yeah. Because like, even with the ultimate X-Men, like the person on the cover is armor. Like the last, like, le- like that is going to be our entry point. And so just seeing like, um, I think who was it? Captain, Captain Britain, like was just in ultimate mm-hmm. Spider-Man. So it's just like, there's, there's this cool, you know, cabal that you and I have talked about here before. And so just kind of seeing seeing the ramifications of their influence trickle out in these books in unexpected ways is, is very cool. Yeah. Like, I feel like we keep seeing characters where I'm like, no way. Like, is this, is this really what we're about to do? Like, like this is where this character is going to show up. Um, I think is going to be a really fun place every, every week to talk about these books. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about the concept that, all of these books are so different from their typical counterpart rather than there being kind of some ripples and like, yeah. Oh, this, this is just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everything being so very different is just awesome. Like, for example, I really love them. I re- I do, but like far from home, Spider-Man far from home. Yeah. The, uh, or is it, no, it's no way home. This is the newest one, yeah. right? Um, you've got Far the three Spider-Man, you know, yeah, and it's it's so much fun to see the three of them together. I love that film desperately, you know, but it's the typical story. It's just May, yes, yes, ben, you know what I'm saying. And so, like, you kind of it's still familiar, you know. Mm-hmm. And what I'm really enjoying about this Ultimate Universe is like any freaking thing can happen, and probably will. Happen. Yeah. Um, super exciting we have no idea what ultimate x-men is going to be is xavier even a character in this universe we don't yeah. know yet we don't know, you know? We it's, don't know. it's crazy is there a westchester mansion at all you know like what is what's going to be the thing i don't know armor is such a a niche character to begin a book on mm-hmm. you know so yeah, I'm really excited about it. Um, they just announced recently Denise Camp is going to be writing the Ultimates book. Yep. Um, coming this summer, I think in June. Okay. Um, the the covers are out and they look sweet. Ant Man and the Wasp are around. Um, there's a few others. Thor, Captain America in this universe. I um, I also love Riley. I know you said like we started with Ultimate Spider Man, then Ultimate Black Panther. We're gonna get Ultimate X Men. Like you know, when Krakoa first launched, like there were, there were 12 weeks of House of X powers of 10, like back every week you had something. And I loved that at the time. Uh, Cause that was the one book that I was getting. And then after that, it was like 
X-Men came out one week, then Marauders, then X-Force, then Excalibur. And that was cool too. But then there was, you know, 20 freaking books that were coming out. I really do like how the books are taking their time. Like, I'm really glad that Ultimates is not out already. I'm really glad that Ultimate X-Men is not out already. And that there is kind of been this like, you know, spaced out between all of these things. Something else that I'm really excited about is this concept of um, in Ultimate Spider-Man, the, the two issues that we have now, issue one on the first page says January, mm -hmm. right? The second says February. So in real time, it's starting to look like, you know, a, a, a plot beat of Ultimate Spider-Man one spoiler alert, if you haven't read that yet, but you should, because it's awesome. Um, Tony Stark gives Peter Parker, a message saying six months from now, we will emerge from wherever something. And we, we hope that when we do, the world will be full of the heroes that it had once been taken away from it, you know? And so it's, I'm, I'm starting to get really curious if that's on purpose. And when we get to June and the ultimates book yeah. launching in Did real time, we're going to see all of these things start to click and connect together um and June the will be six months yeah yeah the cohesion in this stuff is what made them the marvel cinematic universe so exciting in the yeah. beginning right that oh my god all of these movies that i'm enjoying are clicking together and they're starting to unite and it would be really awesome to see all of these ultimate line books start to do the same kind of thing and i think we're going to what that also means though because there's also another ticking clock at the end of ultimate invasion where it's like in two years the city will reemerge. Mm -hmm. And so that makes me excited where it's like, wow, that's not this summer, but next summer's event. Like that mm -hmm. is, that is going to be the book. Um, yeah. And that's exciting. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even think of the, the timer thing. Yeah. You're totally right. Every month is going to be a countdown to that. I'm really hoping the unit, this ultimate universe is here to stay for a little while. Um, you know, and another thing that's been going on recently is that all of these issue ones are becoming almost impossible to get a hold of. Um, so we should say if you're like, oh, that's cool. That's what all these ultimate line books are. Yeah. If you want to read these, you need to go to your local comic shop and, and get subscribe a today. Yeah. 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 Like for sure. You there's no way that you get a copy of any of these issues if you're not standing in line for two hours before opening because they are going off the shelves that like fast and like nationwide, too. Yeah, um, people are selling all of these issues for triple the price so online. Dumb. So dumb. It's not so us. Dumb. I'm I'm keeping mine happily. Um. Yeah, okay. So, I I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I know you have to go really soon. So let's skip talking about Rot Fox and let's talk about um the announcement that came from Gods, one of our favorite books, Riley's favorite book right now, where he was like, "Wow, I hope nothing happens to this book that I love." This yeah. is my one book that I want. Yeah. Um, Riley, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> what's happening to Gods? Um, okay, so Gods issue five came out this last Wednesday, about five, six days ago at the time of this recording. Yeah. Um, and I dug it. It's yeah, so same. interesting and like heady. And you have to reread it a couple of times to get all the stuff. But I love it and just how weird it is. Um, but... Um, we are getting solicitations for future issues and at, you know, on Wednesday or Thursday or something, the, the cover art for issue number eight came out, uh, with the caption to all things and ending, uh, dot, dot, for dot, now. now, um, which is, 
which is okay. But like, I'm like, dude, this is, I know this book is a little weird. It's not for everybody. I'm sure. Right. Uh, I, I dig the intrigue of not knowing what's going on, but I can understand why that would be frustrating for some people. But for me, this is the most interesting book that's coming out right now. Yeah. You know, or like, it's just so weird and I, I dig it so much. So I am, you know, sad to my bones that at the very least there's going to be a pause after issue eight hoping that it's not related to like sales and stuff like that and that this isn't going to be an ongoing um so hopefully down the road we see like a a second arc kick into gear or something um but yeah really yeah. digging gods and sad to say that there's probably at least going to be a hiatus after issue eight i so i'm i feel the same way about gods as Riley does. Like, I love it. It's one of my favorite things to look forward to. Um, my wife just caught up on it as well and she loves it. And it was very fun getting to explain to her who the black swans were. Um, Cause they're at the beginning of, of issue five. Um, I, I, I really think that we're, we are going to get a hiatus and it is either going to be what I think is that the acronym is going to change from G O D S to something else. Um, Riley thinks that it's going to be G-O-D-S colon whatever this next arc is called. Um, I do think that it's going to be some version of that. I don't think Gods is leaving. I, I I think that they want to keep Hickman happy with what he just did for Ultimate Spider-Man and continues to do. And I think when they saw whatever the sales numbers were, which I like, I am, I am totally armchair quarterbacking on that. Like I do not have that confirmation. I know that Riley, me and a few other people are the only people in Clovis that are subscribed to this book. But, um, I, I do think it's going to change. I do. I do think it's around for a bit. Um, just like what Hickman's shields book was originally too, where that took a break. And then came back and I really hope we don't have to wait that long, but that's, that's kind yeah. of my thoughts on gods. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. You should read it. Yeah. Super um, sick. Those issues are sadly easier to find than the ultimate line books. It's, it's so, weird. Uh, yeah. Copy. Those are great. Well, Riley, I know you have to go. So this is a quick one, but um, yeah, I think what's exciting and just, I guess we'll kind of end on this is like, we're reading exciting stuff. We're also bummed with some of the X-Men stuff that's going on, even when it's good. Um, and I feel like some of our reading digest is going to change and is already changing. So we'll have to talk about that at a different time, but yeah, yeah, there's still good stuff coming out though. There Lots is, of there is. To be excited about, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen with the ultimate line next. So yeah. that'll be really fun to see. Um, who knows, maybe more announcements soon for what's coming in the future. Yep. But um, yeah. Yeah. Well, read comics. Read comics, shout out to Legends and Secret Identity. Yeah. In our local area. And we'll be back soon. Yeah. Bye, homies. Bye, homies.